What's up, everybody? It's your boy Temporalize. Thank you again for coming on through for this uh, episode. We have our bloody someone, the mo- one of the most talented cats I've ever met in my life, yo. This guy can do everything, and uh, it was really good to kind of get really in depth with his art and how he does his, um, how he became who he is. Um, but thank you if you if you want to support the podcast and help us out, help us keep going. Um, Hit up the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash the Provise Project. Hope you enjoy this episode and we'll catch you later. Peace. Okay, brother, how are you? I'm a good bro, I'm a good yourself. Hey, I'm good, bro. Are you still in the uh, in the comic book store? Yeah, bro, I'm still I'm still here. I've got I've got WrestleMania playing on the PlayStation next to, uh, next to me. So what a smart dude. Yeah. Like you got so much things to just watching and then if that gets bored you just read some shit that gets yeah. bored you just play some Tekken bro it's yeah. smart dude in the year I get to you know we've got fiber internet here so I get to stream I, I think I've been streaming every day and uh, you know I get to do some work and stuff so yeah that's pretty cool. right, so for those people who don't know you bro uh, who are you bro uh, yeah I'm a Samoan comic book artist pro wrestler gamer movie star role model Local legend, um, pretty much the guy that never grew up. Um, yeah, I think that's, that wraps up most of the stuff I do. You're straight um, Peter Pan, mate. <laughs> so they yeah. should call you. Um, but yeah, but no. not Michael Jackson style. No, um, no, no, no. Not that Neverland. Not that Neverland, bro. <laughs> um, never that uh, Neverland. <laughs> yeah. So, like, just to get straight into it, bro, how did you get, like, how did you figure out that you were good at art like how when's the first time you were like shit i could draw anything and i'm good at it oh um i just always loved to draw that was the thing um you know how little kids just draw like they do like you know it doesn't matter to them whether they're good or not they just love to draw and so as a kid like who loved drawing uh and doodling like i i discovered my uncle's comics like before i started school and so that really kind of, um, you know, um, ignited the passion of like drawing because like these these images and these comics were so amazing. I was like, oh man, I want to draw like that. So, you know, that that hobby, you know, that that kind of pastime for kids kind of turned into something that I just kept on doing. Because um, that's what they say, right? Like, um, like a kid, like a, the 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 eyes of a child, like. Um, drawing wise can't be replicated yeah it's kind of like that right yeah it's that kind of thing so yeah so just just constantly doodling as 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 a toddler and stuff and then like discovering comics kind of just really um and that made me want to draw more and so that's all i've really done is just draw so so like early days at school yeah like um like you know like j1 through to j4 you know like that primary school uh juniors age did you did, did like was there a teacher that was like damn bro like this kid's actually pretty good uh i do recall a, a, a particular teacher really thinking or saying anything like that i just remember just, just drawing all the time i remember being in the art extension class uh in standard four um and so yes yeah, so i was doing like you know the advanced uh, art stuff because obviously they must have identified my art skills but yeah I just drew like you know because I went to St. Joseph's uh, Primary in Onihonga even though I wasn't Catholic and so like whenever there was like the RE stuff I would like draw <laughs> I'd draw stuff rather than um, rather than write it down oh um, yeah so yeah were you like that like as a as a kid like you would just rather draw than like write oh yeah I, I'd, I'd much rather draw something than write it down uh, though, uh, you know, I can read and, I, and write well. It was my I'd much prefer to draw my story than you know, write you know, thousands of words. Um, a lot so, of yeah. boys are like that. Eh? What about when you got a bit like uh, you know, like in the in the seniors and stuff? Was is that like when everybody, you know, when you started figuring it out? Like, fuck, man, I can, bro. Like, yeah, I'm no, mad. definitely. Uh, you know, like those like in primary school, like standard three, standard four and stuff like, you know, that's when I really started coming into my own a bit, you know, um, like a lot of people also ask, oh, did you use to trace? I go, yeah, or copy. I go, yeah, that's part and parcel of, 
uh, your journey as an artist. Of course, I copied it. Of course, I traced uh, images. But I remember around Standard 4 when I started really drawing X-Men on my own, like um, without, re like in the, without really copying um, the images I'd seen in the comics. Um, and that's when this, I think it, it, it started slowly clicking for me uh, yeah. around that point when I started you know, um, being a bit more comfortable drawing the characters on my own. Um, so, yeah. Would, would you say like, uh, like it's kind of like some people that are like artists like you, is it more of like natural, is there, is there such thing as natural talent? I, be I believe there's, I, I believe there is a natural predilection for, for skills like that. For, uh, Hold up, for bro, that's a big fucking word, mate. Uh, I do not understand that word, and I, I would like you to spell it for everyone. <laughs> Predilection, P-R-E-D. No, 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 you don't need to do it. I was only fucking joking. Um, but damn, that's a big yeah. word, brother. Um, as I told you, I love to read. Like, comics, like, not only do they foster my love of art, they also foster my love of reading. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, I'm a learned bunger. Um, but... Um, fuck, fuck. <laughs> you ain't gonna say that for me. You ain't gonna um, say that. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, no, it was, it was um, yeah, there, there, there has to be some kind of natural element to like a skill like art. Um, but that uh, you know, having that natural skill um, doesn't you can't you can't coast on that. You got to put the effort in. Um, and I, I do believe like a lot of artists, um, it's, uh, natural talent plus, uh, hard work equals, yep. um, it's as, uh, as, 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 uh, Al Snow put it, um, true knowledge comes from information and experience. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah. And so you can have a natural talent for it, um, but you've got to put in the work to actually yeah. be a master of it. You can't just be. There's a saying that goes, uh, "Was it hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard?" Yes, See? exactly. That's exactly what it is, right? Yep. Like uh, you could have this natural talent and natural ability to draw stuff, but um, if it doesn't, you know, if you don't keep plugging away at it, and that's what you did pretty much, right? Is by tracing at those early ages, like tracing and. And doing those things is that like would that be like the reason why you kind of had the foundation was drawing comic book characters? Yeah, um, you know, yeah, comic book characters and stuff, and then just like you know, once you start branching out of that and drawing more like in the outside of that sphere, like you know, um, you know looking at life drawing and you know, even some of the you know boring still life stuff in high school. Um, yeah. You know, it, it, it makes you, uh, I guess it, it fires off different parts of your creative brain uh, and kind of allows you to uh, expand your repertoire. Um, so, you know, it's that kind of thing. Um, you know, like 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 wrestling as well. Like you got to look outside your bubble um, for inspiration and, and whatnot because if you look too often, like, you know, like a lot of comic people who just draw from comics a lot of people who just draw from anime and manga um you end up cannibalizing um the art form because you're copying something that's been done before hmm. so you've got to look outside your your bubble your sphere in order to find inspiration in order to create something unique and something different that's um really kind of like i, I like that like that uh, that idea of yeah yeah if you just keep looking that's fucking perfect, man. Like when you think about it, is that that's like with anything, yeah. Right? If you if you just keep biting away and copying at some people that are in your bubble, you know everybody's going to eat each other out. No, no pun intended. Yeah, I no. mean, up, oh, sorry. Um, yeah, yeah, but you know what I mean. Like that's how it um it kind of it kind of works out like that. Yeah, no, like in all the years, like you know, I've seen. Um, you know, so many, so many aspiring artists, uh, especially heavily influenced by manga and anime, and yeah. they're constantly drawing like that style. And um, I'm not sure too sure if you saw my six fan arts, my first one, but my Vegeta, because uh, I've always loved Vegeta. Um, that, was, um, that was impressive, like, bro. It was like it was like I drew him in my style, 
but you could tell it was Vegeta. Like, you know, it, it still had the yeah. elements. And that's because I used <laughs> I used the Akira Toyama um, style as an influence. I didn't try yeah. and copy, you know, uh, that style. And too many aspiring artists fall into that trap of just copying exactly what they see. And one thing that they don't understand with manga artists is that those artists are dope uh, traditional artists in their own right. It's just that they've got so much knowledge on how the human form is and how the face is that they're able to uh, distill it into their own uh, style, into that yeah. manga style. So they have traditional drawing foundations. It's just they've built the style on top of that. And too many people take the surface elements of the big eyes and the, and the facial expressions as manga, as anime style not understanding that you need to learn how to draw first before you can distill it into those into a uh, simple style. Man, um, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. You know what that kind of reminds me of is um, Spider-Man in, uh, the, into the Spider-Verse. You yeah. know how they all had like, you could tell like that was Spider-Man, but it was like drawn in a different type of, you, you know, yeah. yeah. Is that what you're trying to like, am I on the right uh, kind uh, of page? Half and half. That was more like stylistic in terms of like allowing you to like see those characters and understand that they're from a different universe because they're drawn yeah. a little bit differently. Uh, yeah. What I'm talking about is like, uh, you know, like if people go, oh, I, I love to draw comics, but what they draw is like superhero poses uh, and stuff like that. Like they take the surface elements like wrestling, you know, people go, uh, oh yeah, I love wrestling. And the, the, all they think about what, when it comes to wrestling is the moves uh, and the spandex, but they don't yeah. understand the storytelling elements of comics and wrestling that really underpins what makes it an art form. They just take their surface elements and think that's comics, that's wrestling, that's anime. Um, it's when you go deeper that you get a better understanding of those art forms and it allows you um, a better kind of... Um, you know, informed choice when you're when you're creating work in those uh, in those mediums. Yeah. yeah, 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 I totally get that. Like it's um, wow, that's man, this is a great this is a great conversation, man. <laughs> so um, in terms of like um, so going back to like your your beginnings and stuff, did did you do anything outside of school, like uh, like after school, like when you finished seventh form, did you go and do an art degree or anything like that? No, no, um. So through high school, you know, I always, uh, always, you know, drew uh, in classes, and um, and I remember my art teachers were awesome. That's for sure. I went to Nihonga High School, and uh, my art teachers were always awesome, and they were always fairly supportive of like my my comic dream. Uh, though none of us knew exactly how to make that work, um, but I remember looking at art schools and including uh, freelance art school uh which became animation college um and they were more in animation i remember going oh this is cool but this isn't what i want to do like you know i visited the campus and i was like this isn't what i want to do i want to draw comics and no one in new zealand was teaching at art schools were teaching how to create comics yeah and that's still the case now in terms of uh wow. courses to learn how to actually draw comics like properly um so instead of um instead of going into art school learning stuff i didn't want to learn and finding myself in thousands of dollars of student debt um i decided not to go to art school and kind of refocus the energy into just making comics you know learning by doing it you know yeah. uh fucking up and learning from it you know just um trial and error just slowly plugging away um a, yeah man that's smart bro like even back then because you know there was no medium for, like what what did you want it like you, uh, what did you want to do nobody was doing that here you yeah. know how many how many other like how many other new zealanders do you know that do comics is there any oh there, there, there's a handful and like there's some really big names uh dylan horrocks is probably uh one of the most well-known he's won a uh, Eisner Award, which is like the top uh, comic wow. uh, awards and stuff. He's he's written amazing comics like Hicksville. He's written Batgirl and uh, and stuff like that. Um, and then there's Ben Stenbeck, uh, who illustrates like Hellboy stuff. Um, so there were there were like Ant Sang as well. You know there were some some established comic creators, um, but uh, but yeah, but there's no real kind of defined um yeah. pathway 
to make it as a comic book artist. And Do you think it ever will be? Uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's kind of like Hollywood, essentially. Like, yeah. you just kind of put yourself out there, and if the right person sees you, uh, you've got your foot in the door. Um, yeah. And, yeah, this year, there is no real, like, defined way of getting into the comic book industry. Um, and so, yeah, so with that, like, I... I just wanted to draw comics, you yeah. know, and uh, that's what I did. And I just plugged away at my craft, and made and I just took opportunities when they when they popped up, you know, just anything and everything that popped up. Um, the first real opportunity I got was through Gotham Comics, which was the precursor to Arkham City Comics, where Jeremy noticed that he had a whole bunch of customers who loved to draw and wanted to make comics, but they had no avenue to print their comics. So Jeremy put together an anthology through the comic store through Gotham uh, called Newground. And um, yeah, and I was one of the first guys to sign up because I was just like, sweet, this is, let's, uh, let's see what we got. And yeah. I think I, I think I was the first guy to finish my story. I finished my story in like a week. Um, wow. And it was kind of the origin story of Kid Liger. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, so That's yeah, cool. so, so, yeah, so if, if you're familiar with my wrestling, my character Liger, uh, is based off a comic book character I created. So, um, it's yeah. marketing 101 right there. Man. <laughs> so, yeah, so, yeah, so I've managed to turn one of my creations into a real life uh, persona uh, character. So, um, it's cool, man. Yeah. So, yeah, so that was kind of like the first opportunity. And I got to meet a whole bunch of people, became friends with them, very good friends with a whole bunch of them, and uh, still, and um, yeah, and, I, and they kind of just uh, opened up the creative floodgates. And I was like, cool. And then now I've got the story. I did another one called Sesame Street Fighter, which I won an award for. Um, Bro, where can I find that? Sesame Street Fighter? Yes. Oh, wolf. Um, in the new grounds. I, I, is it online? It might be on my DeviantArt. I haven't. Right. I'll find it. Yeah. Send it. I want to I read that I'll, shit. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, find, I'll find that stuff and I'll post it, uh, post it on my socials uh, as a flashback. Um, Please. But, um, but yeah, yeah, Sesame Street Fighter and stuff. And I did like a like a Samoan luchador family, uh, lucha coco, um, kind of thing. And, um, so yeah, so, um, that's kind of like that, what really kickstarted it. And then, um, yeah, like for me, because there was no defined pathway, uh, I essentially had to, you know, uh, create those, uh, I guess, um, those, those, I guess, cobblestones. You know, those, 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 yeah. those tiles to create, make my own path. Um, yeah, because that's opening it up for somebody else, like yeah. be, behind you, which is cool, man. Yeah, and that's and that's how I it feel, is. like as a, as a Samoan comic book artist, like you know, uh, the comic industry is you know, New Zealand. The New Zealand scene is fairly white, um, to oh. be honest. Um, and as a Samoan artist coming in, who did fairly mainstream type stuff. Because um, a lot of New Zealand comics are uh, like are, they're amazing comics, but a lot of them are very slice of life or like philosophical. Those, um, those really kind of um, existential stories. Um, oh, they yeah. make they really make you think, uh, and they're amazing. But like I wanted to do like mainstream stuff, action stuff, and all that kind of. Thing. And so I felt like coming in as, as a brown guy who's doing mainstream stuff, I didn't quite fit in. Um, yeah, so I was kind of forced to just do it my own way and uh, understand that if I, if I can make it happen, then um, it's, it's my responsibility to, uh, you know, kind of usher in um, other Polynesian comic artists and illustrators to follow behind me. Yeah, because um, you do quite a lot of work in like uh, the community in terms of your Duffy book stuff. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, your Duffy book stuff is great, but I mean like that the stuff that you do at like the community centers and things like that. Yeah, like uh, what, what? When did that start? Uh, I've I've done schools for a while. With back back when uh, the the Gotham Comics days. I did a couple of schools. I remember <laughs> it's funny too, because like a couple of guys reminded me of this. Um, years and years ago, I visited Tangaroa College talking about my comic stuff uh, with my mate. And a couple of the students that were in that class, actually, like I know now, and they were like, oh, bro, 
we remember when you came to Tangaro College. I went, wait, you were in that class again? Yeah. One of them, uh, his name's Samson, uh, Samson Rambo on social media and stuff. He's, uh, he's a filmmaker. He's a, uh, you know, he does acting and stuff uh, and whatnot. Cool ass dude. But he recently, like, I think it was earlier this year, he told me that he was in that class. And I was like, oh, bro. Like, he goes, yeah, we always remember um, you talking. Like, I, was, I talked about in real terms, in terms of just like, I used to draw in art. I used to draw in maths. I used to draw in science. I used to draw in English. I used to draw in detention because obviously I was drawing in those other classes. And they they identified with that and they always remember that. Um so having that kind of um, being that kind of inspiration and having someone like that who's doing amazing stuff now, because um, yeah. I think he's also done some. Um, I think he's done some general. I think he did one of the general fire music videos as well. Oh, choice. So stuff like that, I'm like, oh shit, like um, that's crazy, you know? That's cool, man. Um, and kind of cool to know that um, what I hoped to happen has happened. Yeah. Um, yeah, because like, yeah, yeah, you kind of like you know, you were planting seeds and uh, they grew, and then you're like, oh, shit this is a tree now, like, yeah. like, holy crap, like, oh my god, um, and that's like one of the most rewarding things ever. Like, I, I'm the same with basketball, but also with like even with streaming, like, yeah, uh, I remember when I, like, I, I see people when they start, and I'm like, yo, hey man, do you need any help? Like, can I help you? Do you need any assistance? And then they, you know, all of a sudden they shoot up, and you're like, see, man, that's that's great and it's but it's that attitude to like not be uh oh well in your case he's in a different medium but not be intimidated by the tall tree and go man like proud you know what yeah. i mean yeah no exactly um you know because i like for me like i know how lonely it is um to be in this position yeah. and it was just like i i don't want to be the only one you know and, yeah. and hopefully uh you know, letting people know know my story can help them think about their own dreams. It doesn't have to be art or anything else. Like if they have a dream, you know, uh, this someone kid from Mangere is doing these amazing things. Like you know, maybe you could too. You know, um, so yeah, that's that's all I really want to do is 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 allow kids to dream yeah, and follow those dreams. Cool. That's cool, mm. man. Like, shit, like, why can't we all just be like that? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just all kind of help each other out. Now, um, staying on um, top of your art pieces, like, you did um, you did one with the um, the, the measles thing that was going on in Samoa. Yes. That kind of blew up. Man, that thing was amazing. And, like, what I really liked about it is that, like, you had the arm and there was, like, a, a, a measles for each uh, per- person that passed away from yeah. um, the epidemic. And I was like man like it's those kind of those kind of real details that kind of you know resonate with people uh in terms of it so like uh, how, what made you wanted to wanted to do something like that obviously with the with the epidemic epidemic yep. but yeah how did that all come to pass well you know um stuff.co.nz they approached me first uh, oh, wow. about about illustrating something um and i remember that motherfucker's racist cartoon uh, in Otago. Yes, and, that's uh, right. And I was just like, there's no point in me trying to draw something like to counter that. And I was like, the situation is deadly. The situation is pretty fucked up in Samoa. So why not illustrate an image of hope? Um, and that's kind of what I wanted, you know, that the... The little, the little child, uh, the infant who's obviously suffering from measles is still strong, still holding on to their, their father's like finger. Uh, so there's still fight in this child. And, and I also wanted to you know, acknowledge those who had passed at that time. I think it was about 63, 67 uh, people had passed from the measles uh, at the point that I illustrated that. And so I, I decided to make each measles um, mark um represent uh, one of the people that had passed um so yeah it was that's kind of all i just wanted a simple image to represent hope uh, and also in a subtle way acknowledge those who had, who had died um so did stuff come to you and they're like hey man let's get yeah. back at this cat 
they came to me yeah. they came to me because essentially you go google someone comic artist someone <laughs> illustrator and it's essentially just me that pops up um yeah. <laughs> so and i've done some stuff with them in the past like you know they've done some articles with me in the past so i guess you know they also get kind of the oh yeah we, we've, we've talked to this guy let's set them up um, it was way more powerful though like what you went through you know like you could have easily came back and like some racist hardcore shit like, yeah that would have been easy for you because i know that you like to roast people yeah like uh, that's what i've that's what i've noticed because i'm sometimes the target of that and um, <laughs> um yeah. but what i'm saying is that like uh i i could i could easily tell now now that you brought that up i was like nah actually i forgot about that and then but like bro like taking that higher ground and being like nah actually yeah. we're gonna we're gonna flip it on this cat and bring yeah, some and, positivity. yeah in that situation it was like this it was inappropriate there's no point you know uh and so as as a someone uh as someone you know whose people are directly affected by this was like i want to represent hope i want um i want my people um to be hopeful in this in this situation so um yeah so it was much it was yeah it was it was a no-brainer yeah something like that that was cool bro uh anyway bro just um because we've got a couple of artists in the chat yeah. Um, also, so that's why I really want to bring you on and just talk to you about like, um, how to kind of progress as an artist, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, what's some, some ways that you have seen others or yourself as well, kind of promote your own work without looking like an eat ass, you know what I'm saying? Oh man. So for me, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, it's, it's weird. Cause like, uh, the wrestling hustle and the artist hustle is almost one and the same. So mm. as a wrestler, you're, you're selling like and you're selling moves, you're selling your character, you're selling your persona, your brand, and, and whatnot. And as an artist, I know this. That's what I should be doing. So yeah. I, I definitely identified social media very early on as a, as an important way to um, to uh, get your get your work out there. Um, and so yeah, like and social media is free most of the time. Um, yeah. so yes, yeah, so I was there for me. It was just like, okay, what's free and I can use to, to promote myself, you know, start off with MySpace and Bebo. Or like I did stuff on Bebo and my oh, shout outs to Bebo. Um, um, you know, and then like, you know, moved on to Facebook, um, and just, yeah, just created work and put it out there. Yeah. Um, what, what kind of content did you put out? Oh, I was just drawing whatever, really. Um, you know, there was the comic stuff and then there was like, you know, fan art and whatnot um it's weird interestingly enough now that social media is as is, is big and uh as it is now i do see a lot of artists drawing fan art just for likes yeah like just for just for the clout um yeah. and uh for me like if i'm going to draw fan art it's, it's gonna be fan that i want and yeah. then hopefully that resonates with everyone else, <laughs> like that's you know, it's, it's and, and um and usually that that usually that works in my favor anyway, like that works, um, but yeah, but um yeah, it's it's weird. This as I said, there's no real defined pathway. Um, you know, I just made it up as I went, like because as I said, there was no defined pathway. I was just like, I'm just gonna give this a go, and uh, let's see if this works, and then it works. Yeah. Yeah, sweet, let's build on that. Um, you know, let's you know, um. So yeah, but definitely posting fairly often um, is key, you know, um, to uh, to building your profile. Like you know, as, as they say, out of sight, out of mind. And yeah. because of algorithms and social media, like if you're not posting often enough, you get lost in the shuffle. Um, yeah. So like, I've found that for me now, Twitter, I get way more interaction than I do with Facebook. And Instagram, but I have been starting to like post a bit more stuff on Instagram, which is getting even better uh, interaction. But Facebook is slowly dying in terms of uh, interaction for me. But uh, but Twitter, like you know, I've been enjoying that, you know, because um, you know with Twitter you don't necessarily have to post images. Instagram, you know, uh, you know, you, you, it's a it's a picture based, um, image based uh, social media platform. So. Uh, with Twitter, you can just say something funny, you know, yeah. um, little observations. Um, and yeah. whatnot. That's uh, so, that's what I kind of strive. Um, yeah, 
Oh, uh, yeah. I just saw someone. Why isn't he watching WrestleMania? I am watching WrestleMania. It's to the le- it's to the right of me at the moment. Oh, yeah. Otis, uh, Otis versus Dolph Ziggler. Um, so I am watching. <laughs> am I a flat earther? Fuck no. Um, so, yeah. Okay, listen. They didn't highlight the message, so they don't get the question. Okay? <laughs> I just saw That's it. I just, it like, works. I just I yeah. just wanted to make sure that those are answered straight away. Those are easy <laughs> answers. But, um, but yeah, yeah. Um, in terms of um, in terms of like um, going from an artist that just likes to draw to turning into one that takes commissions, yeah. What is that? How? What's that transition like for? Well, I, I suppose for you, what was it like, and what was it? What is it like now? If you can give an insight. Yep. Uh, man, I remember like in the game those first commissions, you know, where people are like, "Oh, I'll pay you money to draw something," and you're like. Yo, you know, uh, I'm a professional now. You know, um, that was that was that's a, that's always a big highlight when you know you get those first few commissions, and it makes you feel like you're accomplished. Not exactly like you've got it made, but like, oh, I'm at that point where people uh, think I'm a good enough artist um, to illustrate something for them and pay me for it. Um, and uh, now. I'm like, oh man, I'd like to take commissions, but I'm too damn fucking busy. Like, yeah, that's the other <laughs> like, thing too, right? And then, yeah, and it's like, and a lot of the times, the stuff I'm working on, I can't share with, so I can't stream it, I can't post it on Instagram or anything. And so it's like, oh damn it, you know, this is really fun that I'm working on. Like, this is this is potential big project that could have me working for the next four weeks uh, in lockdown, um, but I can't say anything about it. And it's dope. Like I, I will DM you about it, Tim. But, um, bro, but yeah, it was just, it was just no, like, oh, bro. Like if that if that goes ahead, because I I'm I'm amped to work on this if this goes ahead. Um, oh. So um, yeah, but there's there's support for it already, um, and so it's just a matter of just going through the final hurdle through New Zealand on air. So um, right. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah, commissions and stuff like I love doing commissions. Most of the time, the only time I do commissions is at conventions. Um, oh, really? I, I actually set time aside at those conventions to draw commissions. Um, would, would it be a good idea to like for an uh, artist that wants to get into, you know, like more lucrative stuff to like go to conventions and set up shop and do things yeah, like that? Uh, yeah. See, so with conventions in that, um, you have to have artwork to sell. So oh. uh, whether it's prints or sketchbooks or comics. Um, and then um, and then you, ha- you have signs saying that you're open for commissions. And, yeah. you know, because people want to, you know, people when they go to conventions, they walk past and if they like your artwork, that's when they ask about commissions and how much they cost and stuff like that. So you got to be able to have something on display. Uh, and conventions, they can, they can, uh, depending on which convention, artist daily tables can be fairly cheap. Some can be very, very, uh, very expensive, uh, fairly expensive. So, um, it's definitely an investment in your work to table at a convention or like a zine fest or something. Zine fest is much, uh, much more intimate. So, and, and cheaper. So zine fests and that, um, are always kind of fun to kind of get your feet wet. Yeah. Uh, in, in, in terms of tabling. Um, but you've got to have work on display. Uh, that's yeah. the biggest thing. You can't just sit there with a sign and go, I do commissions. And people are like, oh, what's, what does your artwork look like? You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, what's, the, what's the most commissions you've taken in a day at like Armageddon? Oh, man. I remember. Oh, 2000 and. Was it the first? I think it was one of the first. Was it the first Arkham one, or was it still Gotham Comics um, table? There was, there was one point uh, where, like, in the uh, it was before. I think it may have been about two thousand twelve. Two thousand twelve Armageddon, I cleared a couple two and a half grand in commissions. Wow, and like one day? No, no, and, and, and uh, I'm again over the whole weekend. Wow. Uh, I, was just, I was doing zombie portraits, 
And it was, oh, I remember that one, bro. I remember that one. I remember that one. I was doing zombie portraits, and it was when you know, The Walking Dead was like massive. Yeah, uh, and they had uh, they had the the, the the zombie like run through thing. Yeah. So yes, yeah, so I was doing yeah, Auckland Armageddon three and a half days. Uh, I cleared two and a half grand in zombie commissions. Shit, um, yo, that's great. That's some great work, bro. Yeah, and Shit. I was just like, holy crap! Like even I was just like, what? I I, I was I was just like, I was um I was counting my money. I went, oh shit. <laughs> kind of like oh damn yeah um oh, damn. yeah Bro, crazy um, so um you've moved on from oh well you moved into i don't want to say moved on but you moved into like twitch streaming yeah. and you've started that up i remember actually i remember t- not talking i uh, talking around it to like with y- yourself ages ago and when when uh you know when i first blew up uh, yeah you know, <laughs> everyone in the chat's like shut up but no when i first <laughs> Because I remember, bro, I used to come into um, Arkham City all the Arkham Comics all the time. Yeah. And just with my kids, and I would be like, yo, choose you choose what you want, and yep. then I'm just going to talk with this with the bro for ages. And then, um, like, uh, bro, I would just be like, yeah, choose something else, and I will just talk to you. Fuck, I don't know if you remember. Yeah, I, I remember that, yeah. I wasn't I doing this. Your basketball yeah, and I was doing my basketball stuff. Yeah. So, and I was just into comics, and yeah. uh, I used to try and get my my kids in. So I'd be like, "Hey, just choose choose three things you want, and we'll get them, and just make sure they're from that box. Of, yeah. <laughs> make sure they're from the dollar box. Yeah. You can have four of those. But um, yeah, and then we'd just chat, and then um, yeah, bro, I remember first time we you 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 kind of figured out like, oh, I know that fella, yeah. fucking yeah, and then uh, that's when I was like, man. You're so talented, bro. You should get into this. But anyway, I, I knew I didn't influence that. But yeah. what made you want to get into uh, Twitch, Twitch streaming? Um, oh, I, yeah. I, I'm not too sure. Like it was, it was definitely one of those things where <laughs> once we moved into the space that we currently are in at Arkham City Comics, and I found out we had fiber in it, it's like, oh, maybe I should give uh, streaming a go now that I have the ability, like the internet connection, to do it. Because uh, and I also felt like uh, with my skill set, uh, with taking and drawing, and that like I could probably provide some fun streams, um, and so yeah, so I thought it would just be another avenue like uh, to um, to branch out and share my work um, in a more interactive way. Um, so yeah. Um, it's, it's great because I remember I do remember bro you did do something similar on um, on Facebook live I remember yeah, that I, I remember doing a couple of Facebook live stuff where I draw or do a Q&A yeah man I, I, and I really enjoyed that shit I was like damn this is cool because you would like you know back then it wasn't like a thing like yeah. a pro, Twitch was and, and all that but it wasn't like you know, like you could just do this and to see something different on there. I've yeah. seen like a, a couple of other other artists do that as well. Like Todd McFarlane does a couple of them. Yep. And um, but yeah, it was cool to see somebody that I knew that was from my hood, yeah, close to my hood. You know, um, and then um, we'll go from there. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, yeah, it was so, super cool, bro. But it's been yeah. great to see you grow there. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's uh, like you know, because no, you know, my I, I I I couldn't be bothered creating a schedule because. My schedule was fucked. Like, like I was just like, oh no, I can't, I can't stream that, and you know, and I'd, lo- I'd love to, I'd love to stream more regularly, um, but like again, my schedule was so fucked up. I'm traveling all the time, and you know, um, and yeah, even then, I'll, I'll try and stream. You know, my live streams from uh, from McDonald's, from my hotel room, from uh, from my hotel <laughs> bed, Sydney Airport. Yeah, I like to go and then be like, "Where's this guy?" At? And then you just see people walking <laughs> yeah. past him and like, oh, "Shit, this is McDonald's, bro." Yeah. That's uh, yeah, and they're like streaming from Te Papa Museum earlier this year as well. Um, yep. you know, so yeah, so like, I enjoy that the, the kind of stream everywhere gimmick because no one's really doing that in terms of you know. Um, but once my once five G kicks in, I'm all go, man. Like that's oh, man. yeah, I just go find the power outlet and I'm sorted. But um. Um, yeah, but now like I've really enjoyed like you know, being locked away here in the comic store, being able to stream every day, um, you know, and, and the, the three things I pretty much stream are art, Tekken and Twitch things. Like those are my three mains and uh, yeah. I've been able to, to meet some amazing people. And that's the thing I love about Twitch streaming or just streaming in general is just the people you meet on chat um, and the connections you make. And I find it funny because I have 
specific people for each kind of like thing. So like I wow. have a, I have a, an audience for the, the art. I have a specific audience for the Tekken and I have a specific audience for Twitch things. Um, so yeah, so I find that interesting that I have like these three different audiences for the three types of streams. That's, cool um, way. That's uh, the cool thing about like, like not just twitch but just having a community that watch you and things like that they do they do you do tell you can tell what they like and you can kind of gauge off that like this whole podcast thing is like new to me because i'm like okay let's just try it yeah then you know like i get people that are like fuck man it was really interesting to hear from this dude and this dude we had drax on the other uh last week and that was really interesting yeah it was great like yeah and just getting different people's perspectives on things you know um yeah so you know as people, we need to kind of like listen and understand like how where different people come from and yep. and not geographically, but just, um, you know, like in terms of their thought process around things. Yep. And that's why like with having you on was, was great because I can kind of, I know that there's people that are aspiring artists that kind of come through and that will, will, um, will listen to this and then they can go, oh, okay, that's how we kind of came up. Yeah, and, and like as I said earlier, like in terms of finding influence in the art form that you're, uh, you find yourself in, look outside your bubble, you know. And that's kind of the same with life, you know. Look outside the, you know, look outside your bubble. Get to understand and know people outside of your bubble, you know. Um, one of the reasons why I tell people, like you know, especially wrestling, one of the people, one of the reasons why I tell people I'm good at working a crowd is because my job in retail allows me to meet all kinds of people from all kinds of walks of life. And um, the more people, the more diverse um, an audience you know, the more you kind of understand the human condition in general. So yes. regardless, like, so, so when you're performing like as an artist, uh, as, a, as a wrestler in that ring, you understand that if you do this one thing, all of them, regardless of where they're from, how much money they make, what job they do, what race, creed, color sexuality they're all going to react the same way um because you've gotten to know people over all kinds of different people and you kind of go that's what makes them different but this is what makes them all connect together um yeah and so yeah so so i do my best to kind of uh experience and learn about other people's stories and um you know um lives and stuff because you get to understand people in general yeah. Um, and you you live outside your bubble, you know. So you don't have it. Um, I remember I remember first time I came, like first time I came to the um, IPW, and yep. shout out to Halitude who who gave me the heads up because I had no clue. I knew that it was going on, but uh, fun fact, and I won't tell you, the, <laughs> I won't tell you the name of the ones, but I did know the only reason I knew that there was IPW was I was kind of like in high school. No, no, no. I was just after high school. I was doing. Um, a sport at MIT and like I was kind of in the doing the sly ones with somebody that was a, a, a girlfriend of one of the wrestlers that I found out. Right? Oh, okay. I, won't, I, won't, I won't tell you on, on the old podcast, bro. Anyway. And then, uh, you know, I was doing the old sly ones, you know, at, at, at Polytech and then she's like, Oh yeah. Like my, my boyfriend's a wrestler. And I was like, well, like, like Olympic wrestler. She's like, no, no, no. Like professional wrestler. And I was like, what? Well, like Stone Cold and The Rock, and like yeah, 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 like that. And I was like, "Fuck, that dude will fuck me up if I do." <laughs> and then I was like, "Nah, nah, nah, it's cool, like it's cool." And after I found that out, I was like, "Never mind, I'm good. <laughs> Never mind, we're fine. I'm not going there." Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I do remember, bro. I will. I'll let you know, bro. Off, off, off stream. Which one it was? <laughs> And you'll go, oh, that guy. Like, I know who it is, too. And, Um, uh, yeah, so, uh, but, yeah, um, so that's how I knew about it. And then when I actually went, um, I was like, damn, this is the the shit, y'all. This is bad. And then when you were out there, because I was like, I know that guy. This is my guy right there. Uh, And then then you cussed me out in front of everybody, and it embarrassed me, and then – I was against you, mate. I was no more like a no more like a fanboy for me, mate. That's, but, that's um, my job. That's my job. Make people but hate I, me. See, like yeah. I know that, like, yeah. um, and 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 that's what's really cool about it. But no, I just, uh, yeah, I, I, it was great to, and like you said, get out of my bubble and and um and and find a new culture that goes on in my backyard, and then like figure it out, and then yeah, they they. Those people like fuck with the same shit I fuck with. Like yep. they're gamers, they're like you know they're into comic books, they're into like uh, 
movies they're into all the same kind of stuff that i get into so that's yeah. why it's um you know because i wouldn't have known that if i didn't step out of my comfort zone and i take things on like like um like as a streamer you know i'm like oh man like when, when we did the um tnz wrestling i was like bro this is shit like you know <laughs> and then like getting people in like me and you did a promo thing to get yeah. um yeah that was really yeah, yeah so it's those kind of things that uh they kind of resonate with me what what you're saying and 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 i hope it resonates with the audience that are listening because you're really looking outside of your uh your bubble is really important stuff yeah no exactly um yeah, definitely important as an artist um because you're creating like oh well mike uh, the artist i am especially because i'm creating work for an audience and again you know you gotta understand the audience i'm creating for um and so the more people i know the more people i the, the more i can understand that audience um yeah, yeah. Um, do you get annoyed? Do you get annoyed at people that don't understand that? Oh, I get annoyed at people that I tell them that, and they they go, yep, 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 and then they don't listen. You know those fuckheads. Oh man, you know, do you get like, annoyed that people when you're like know your audience and they don't know the audience and they say and you're like, what? This has nothing to do with your the people that are watching right now. Yeah. you know what I mean. No, exactly. Like for me, like. Um, Again, knowing your audience, knowing people allows you to know the audience. When I'm working, you know, IPW shows, you know, um, you know, I, I can I can say gefe because that's a swear word, but in another language. Yeah. And um, and in the Armageddon's, I've done cosplay open challenges because that's you no know, like I dressed up as Bane one year and I jumped on the PA system for Armageddon and I I challenged cosplayers to enter the ring and get fucked up by me. I dressed up as Bane, and I fucked up a, a kick-ass cosplayer. Um, yeah. Like, like, like hundreds, like hundreds of people came to the ring that year to challenge, and I was like, "That's because I understand this audience." Yeah, it's understanding. That's exactly what it is, and I, and there's no better understander of that kind of thing than an artist. Like an yeah. artist has to. Like you have to understand your audience in order. Yes. Like, yeah, you have to have a level of, like, and that's the thing. You have to have a level of empathy. To un- <laughs> you got to understand what other people, how other people react, how other people feel as an artist, because you, uh, you know most artists are empathetic by nature. Um, you know we feel stuff. We you know and and we we and our emotions and our feelings are what are brought out onto the page um, to create art. Um, yeah. So having that you know uh, empathy for the audience allows you to understand like when i did the aut uh orientation weeks so years ago ipw did uh aut and i remember all the horror stories the guys talked about how it was like five people in the quad no one gave a fuck about the wrestling and so when we got asked to do them again i was like sweet i feel like this is gonna be a challenge uh yeah. fun. so uh so i started i started doing the aut uh, o weeks and I remember looking at the audience and the and all the students were in the quad getting their free sausage sizzles and all that shit. And I remember I Hold up, hold up, hold up. I don't even I don't even know what's gonna happen, but I guarantee you I can guess. This is what you did. You probably went out in the crowd, you're like, who the fuck wants to fuck with me? <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. So my along along those lines, right? So I remember I, I looked at the audience, I go, okay, they're all like uh, just out of high school or twenty something. They think they're adults. Wrestling is childish. Wrestling is stupid. Uh, they don't give a fuck about what we're going to do. So yeah. why not appeal to that? So the first thing I did was jump on the mic and cut a promo. And I was just like, um, we are Impact Pro Wrestling. We are here to entertain you this, uh, uh, this week in the quad. And I can tell by the looks on your faces that you think wrestling is fake. Well, I've got two words for you, for those of you who think wrestling is fake. Fuck you. And you uh, looked at me like, whoa, what the fuck? Yeah, that's right. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. And then they were like, oh, they started getting into it because I was treating them like adults. 
You knew, you, yeah. yeah, you knew the audience. Yeah, and then and then like I started, I just uh, came through. I I, I laughed. Uh, I made. I go, what do you study? She's like communications. I go, you need a degree to communicate with other people. And then like, <laughs> and it was like, how about you? Goes, hey, you with the glasses? Are you hiding your your eyes because you're too far apart from alcohol fetal syndrome? Hey, blah blah blah. And then people were just like, oh shit! I started roasting people, and then they got, they bought into it. They fucking loved it, like because. Man. I, because I realized that this audience needed something different, something that. Fuck, I wish I was there, bro. I would go and then, in. Yeah, and then and then like right at the end, I was like, any sound ones in the audience, and a few hands get up. They went, yeah, give it, and I dropped the mic and walk out. <laughs> 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 and, then, yeah, and then from then they were hooked, and then they just started watching. Because yeah, right. uh, they got yeah, they got some hook and they got some yeah. buy-in, and that was it, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, so it's that kind of thing, like understanding your audience, and so. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I said I said to the I said like baked into the powers that be. I probably said, "Do you mind if I I swear in that?" Because I feel like this crowd needs something to yeah. get them interested. They're like, "What do they say?" Yeah, and they were like, "Oh yeah, oh, I guess we try it." You know, um, yeah. And so we we did a kind of more adult based um, show <laughs> for that audience because that awesome. was the perfect. Product All right, so what's some what's some ways? So getting back into um, artist yeah, yeah. stuff, just before we get into the quick fire stuff, what are some ways uh, that you've to to kind of uh, um, like improve your own technique and uh, improve your own work? Oh, just drawing, like just whatever you, you just, can see. You just draw all the time, uh, and I, I'm I'm guilty of not doing that. Um, you know, but yeah, the more you draw, the easier it gets. It just never gets easy. Yeah, there's um, no kind of like tutorials yeah, or anything. Yeah, it is. Yeah, like you know, you just you, yeah, you just draw, you just draw, observe just and draw. Um, but yeah, yeah. As I said, you know, the more you draw, the easier it gets. It's just never easy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, yeah. Just just drawing is is how you. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not necessarily rote learning because you're not repeating the same thing over and over again. Yeah, it's just trial and error. Just trying something um like for me every like i everything is practice that's how i see everything everything i create everything is practice uh because i'm constantly making mistakes i'm constantly um i constantly have flaws in the artwork i create but each mistake is another opportunity to learn and so i try and be better than i was the day before each time i create something try and improve even just the slightest on what you created before. Do you have anybody that you get uh, critical uh, feedback from, or you just do it internally? Um, usually, most of the time, it's internally. But when I'm over overseas and stuff, I'll show my my work to you know, some of my mates who work for Marvel on that, um, and then they they're usually pretty helpful. Um, yeah, I, like for me, I'm one of those people uh, that love constructive criticism. You know, I I just want to know how do I get better. Um, yeah. Um, All right, so we're going to get into um, quick fire questions, bro. I've got some. I've I've, I've written them down uh, personally, and made <laughs> sure that this one. All right, sure. best, pie, best pie brand to buy at the dairy, bro. Best best uh, at the dairy. It has to be Big Ben. Uh, yeah, you're not an Irvine's guy. Oh, nah, I didn't like Irvine's. Uh, you know the, the pies I used to love to get when I was at high school were the Get Fresh pies. Get Fresh. Get Fresh. They were the square ones. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. Yeah, those were those were nice as fuck, but they didn't man, make so. you remember that whole there was that whole time after Georgie Pie like yeah, it. And my missus, she used to work at oh my missus at the time used to work at uh, not the one, not the wrestling one, just so you know. Yeah, um, the, <laughs> she used to work at a uh, countdown, bro. And they had because I didn't realize that countdown bought the the rights for those pies, and they used to have yep. them there, man. And I used uh-huh. to get them. All of the like, but they don't obviously they don't know it's yep. it things, but yeah, yeah, oh bro, but um, yeah, I'm a, I'm an Irvine's guy, I like me some Irvine's, a lot uh, of yeah, yeah, no, yeah no, I, I don't like uh, I don't like the, the gravy, it's you know what cool. I don't like, bro, is the fact that they have like just normal pies and then they have the XL pies, yeah, it's oh, like the big green. Green. yeah, yeah, just yeah. get the just, just all of them be the big ones, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah, Irvine's good, yeah, but yeah, no, yeah, I'm more of a big being like the dairy, but like. But in terms of like, uh, if I want a pie on the go, uh, I'll go to um, a mobile on the run because they have yeah. the ponsomi pies. So yeah, so it's 
I had some, I had some good pies in uh, Australia, man, of all places. They do really? like a man, like at the, at the servos, at the servos, yeah. they do like square, like they're like, uh, they're like a oblong pie. Oh, oh, you see, really, yeah. yeah, they're really long. You can drive, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you um, can drive and eat at the same yep. time. It's the best. All right, bro. Next um, question. Um, have you, this is from actually Spud, DJ Spud. Have you ever thought of doing tattoo art? Uh, tattoo art. See, that's a different discipline. Uh, a yeah. lot of people always ask, "Oh, do you think you could do tattoos?" As like in terms of like the designs and whatnot. Nah, that's that's not my wheelhouse. If you want me to draw someone or something, I could draw that for a tattoo. But like and then the, they slap it on, and then a tattoo but in does terms it. Of like uh, understanding like um, the design and how it conforms to the human form. Yeah. That's yeah, uh, that's not necessarily my kind of um, yeah my kind of thought. Um, yeah, I'm I'm definitely I definitely am about line work. I'm I'm big on line work, but yeah, but that that design um, kind of mindset. Um, yeah, I, I don't really have that. All right, bro. What's the easiest superhero to draw, bro? Easiest superhero, um, or villain could be either. I guess uh, you could just draw Superman's face. It's just a human face. <laughs> that's nah, the, like that's I the, mean, like like from uh, scratch, like, a, like the, the like a full. Uh, like like I, I think Deadpool would be easy, right? It's just like uh, super- no, no, Deadpool's like because you got to draw his weapons and stuff. If you're looking for um, very simple, oh, Green Lantern's actually fairly simple. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, he has a fairly simple um, thing, or like someone like the Beyonder who just has a white jumpsuit. Okay. Um, uh, what's the <laughs> What's the hardest body part to draw, man? Oh, hardest body part. Um, most probably the hands. Um, yeah. Hands are always tricky to draw because um, the the fingers and thumb work independently of the palm. So you've got to you've got to figure out these different perspectives and different um, angles of the fingers because uh, they won't necessarily conform to the angle that the uh, the palm is. And so um, yeah, so that's one of the tricky things is, is just trying to figure out the angles and the perspectives of hands. You know who messaged me yesterday, the day before, about how to draw hands and why hands are so hard to draw? Who? Mark fucking Hunt. Oh, wow. He messaged me, wow. Goes, hey, bro, how do you draw hands? Man, Mark Hunt used to be a security guard at Rainbow Zen, bro. <laughs> yep. For like, um, I remember because he kicked me and my mate out. And then I was like, man, I was like, because we snuck under the fence, you know, the side yeah. where, uh, yeah, you could sneak in. Back in the day, you could sneak in under yeah. the fence. So I used to sneak in, me and my boys, and they were like, and, bro, he caught us. And I was like, hey. And then, like, bro, uh, two or three weeks later, he was on, like, TV. And I was like, bro, that's the dude from Weber's End, bro. And, man, I'm lucky I didn't mm. talk too spicy to the bro. Um, I don't know. What did, what did all your mates ask um, you to draw at school, bro? Um, <laughs> funny enough, my, mate, my mates weren't annoying. They were like, "Oh, okay, draw this, draw this." Nah, man, my mates were all good. Oh, yeah, shit. I don't have asshole, I don't have assholes for friends. Um, <laughs> oh, that's, you, that's why we're not uh, friends anymore, <laughs> right? Um, but um, yeah, but uh, oh wait, are, are you, you a friend? But <laughs> I know. That's what I asked. My, that's why I'm doing this interview. That's my final question. Am I your friend? I know. Um, um, I used to have this bro at school. His name was Upper New York. He could draw anything, and yep. we used to always hit him up. Like, bro, can you draw my? Can you draw my title page? Can you draw me a snake? Can you draw me a tiger? Can you yep. draw me this? Can you draw me that? And he'd be like, yeah, yeah, all good. But uh, no, yeah, I, I get, I get that from uh, people who don't know me. Oh, can oh, you draw yeah. me? Oh, can you? It's like, oh, it's like, oh yeah. I could draw you, but I don't draw ugly things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but what is the best bakery in Auckland and why? The best, uh, well, you know, I always have the soft spot for windmill. Uh, okay. Yeah, uh, in, uh, Wickman Way. Um, that's that's my local. Um, so yeah, so I always appreciate uh, windmill bakery and, and their pies and their mud cakes and bacon. What's the go to? What's the go to there, bro? Uh, 
last time I was there, I think it was steak, mince, and cheese. Bye. Yeah. I must, and, I must go into the bakery, bro, in this lockdown. I know. That's why That's why I've been like, just the, pop, pop over to the dairy across the way and grab a, a, a pie. It's like, I got uh, those. I got those, um, that, uh, you know, those six pack of big beans you can get. Uh, yep. I get those, bro. And the best thing I did, bro, is I got, I bought like an air fryer. Oh, uh, nice. It's the, it was like a hundred bucks that came out. So I got it. And like, bro, you get a frozen pie in there. It takes you like, I put it on for five minutes. It's good to go, man. Oh, then, nice. It's nice though. It's like not like, you know, when you put it in a microwave, it's all it's like soggy. soggy. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. This is like legit. It's been pretty good. Oh, sweet. Okay, yeah, bro. Uh, next thing, what's the um, what's the best thing to put with corned beef, bro? Best thing to put with corned beef. Uh, I don't. I, 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 I don't put anything with corned beef. You just see the say You don't put it with spaghetti. Nah, I don't do. I don't do that. I, I hate onions, so I don't put onions with it. Um, yeah, usually I just eat corned beef on the time. Like sandwich, like, yeah. like, like taro, and then you have a piece of taro or a banana. Or sometimes you feel like a corned beef sandwich. So you know, um, yeah. I had it with spaghetti noodles. Is another one, bro. I'm a big fan of the the old noodles and the corned beef. It's the best, bro. It's the best. Oh no, cabbage, the the cabbage uh, soup with the corned beef yeah. in it. Yo, it's off the hook. Uh, anyway, uh, next thing, um, our first first piece that you grab at the KFC, uh, in KFC box, bro. Oh, uh, definitely uh, uh, Zinger Tower Burger Ultimate Meal. With, no, I mean uh, like a piece of chicken, man. Oh, piece of chicken. Oh, 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 no. Um, you want a drumstick buzz or no? Nah? I, 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 I like breast pieces and thighs. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm the breast, I'm the breast piece guy, man. Yeah. I'm searching in there. There's more meat on that thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a little dry, but you know, I still, yeah, I still. It's easier to eat than all the others as well. Yeah. Uh, what is uh, if Iron Man and Batman had a fight? Who would win? Uh, I would probably go with Batman on that one. Batman would probably hack uh, the suit, and Iron Man is uh, isn't that great outside of it. So, so I, yeah. I can't I can't argue with you. You know, like all the other guests that have said that. You know, I've argued, but I can't do that with you, bro, because you probably have one hundred and fifteen. <laughs> different comebacks for me and i'm like got no answer i'm like yeah. fuck anyway bro i believe you okay you've made me you've made me a believer uh what's your best the biggest pet peeve with other comic book artists when you see their stuff and you're like oh man what do they do that for um i think the biggest pet peeve for me is um a comic layout that doesn't make sense okay it's a confusing layout um okay. Um. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing because a lot of people are too busy trying to make something look fancy. Yeah, rather than they're fancy over functional. And, oh, I like that. Um, and then you no, know, uh, and then they kind of lose their you know what their job is supposed to do is tell a story cohesively. Um, yeah. So yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that's my biggest people come like read them going, what? Why the fuck is that? What? Oh fuck! You know, once you lose your audience, you know, you lose your audience. It's, yeah, that's it's uh, the whole reason why they're reading, right? Yeah. What are what Ninja Turtle are you, bro? Oh, uh, Michelangelo, of course. Yeah, bro, I'm I, I'm the same brother. I'm Mikey, I'm, especially especially with Michelangelo. You know, you see the first half, you know, Mikel. Michelangelo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so oh, oh, oh shit! I didn't even see yeah. that, brother. Yeah. Gah. Oh, you're so, more Michelangelo than me, then. Uh, <laughs> what's the best? What was the best thing at your tuck shop, bro? At school? Best thing at my tuck shop, juicies, man. Juicies, fucking juicies. <laughs> Shout out to juicies. Actually, I thought, oh, man, I didn't even think about the juicies. Yeah. Remember that? Um, it had like the there was a chocolate milk kind of thing version of it. Yep. Uh, um, what were they? Uh, it was a primo. Was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smoothies. That's what yeah. it was. The juices and the mooses. Yeah. Um, um, what one thing you wish was around when you grew up? Oh, um, that like internet. internet, like yeah, true. yeah, like the prevalent internet. Yeah. Like when I was a kid, man, I would have, I would have leveled up so much faster as an artist. Yeah, true. Like, like these these young cats now have information and everything at their fingertips that um that their 
uh, their growth as an artist, as a gamer, is growing exponentially because it's just all there, the easy access um, to resources and, and, and whatnot allows them to um, develop much faster. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. Uh, and last, last uh, quick one, um, uh, arcade games, bro. What was, your, what was the go-to like when you were young, young? Not like oh. Tekken before that. Oh, well, I didn't know there was like you no know, Tekken one, Tekken two, um, yeah. at the you no know, uh, at the Robertson Road. Uh, Robertson Road, fucking dairy, brother. Road. At the takeaways, yeah, Robertson Yo, Road. Uh, next yeah. to the dairy, I used to go there all the time, bro. My mate used um, to work there. I used to live next to it. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I remember Tekken. I remember uh, Final Fight. Um. Carnos Revenge, I remember that at the dairy. Uh, I used to play Carnos Revenge when I went to uh, piano lessons at Manarewa because the dairy across the way had uh, had yep. Revenge. Yes, bro. Uh, you used to go. Oh, you used to go. That's the upstairs one, right? Yeah, upstairs, yeah. I used to do. Yeah, bro. The uh, piano lessons up there. Um, so that's why that's how I know Manarewa very well as well. Yeah. Um, you know, I used to I used to get the X Men figures from the farmers. Uh, yeah. Downstairs, so, yeah, yep. bruv. Uh, That's what I used to get all my jams too. All right, uh, top threes, bro. We got top threes now. Top three yep. comic book artists that have inspired you. Uh, definitely Jim Lee would be on the list. Um, which I think recently it would be guys like uh, Ed McGuinness and Sanford Green. Uh, two of those guys are good friends of mine. That's oh, crazy. Um, so yeah, uh, but I've met all three. I've met, I've hung out with Jim Lee I've, uh, and and Sanford and Ed are very good friends of mine. Um, yeah, so that's crazy. All right, uh, top three WWF champions, bro. Uh, let's see. The it's Rock. Your opinion? Yeah, The Rock has got to be one of them. Yeah, The Rock's up there, definitely. Um, Bret Hart. And Macho Man. Oh, you go, go. Okay, there we go. Macho Man. That's I was a always different. A I was always a Macho Man guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fuck the Warriors. Fuck the Hulkamaniacs. I was a Macho Man dude. I was all about the Hulk, bro. To be honest, I was that guy. Yeah, yeah. When everyone was like going hard out for the Ultimate Warrior, I was like, Nah, bro. Hulkamania runs wild on me, brother. I was uh, and last one, uh, top three morning cartoons, bro. Top three morning cartoons, uh, X-Men animated series. Yes. Uh, Gargoyles. And, yes. Oh, no, Gargoyles was more... Was uh, afternoon. Afternoon, weekday, not Saturday morning. Yeah. Uh, Saturday morning, Speed Racer. And, yes. Uh, oh, what's the other... What would, Transformers. Yeah, Transformers every day. I remember yeah. Transformers was every single morning, man. For like Monday to Friday. And then Saturday, Sundays, it would be like the repeats, and I'd be like, yeah. yo. All right, brother, that's us. Thank you so much, man. No, all good, bro. No, uh, and wh- where can people find you, bro? Oh, it's fairly easy. You just Google Samoan artist, comic artist, and you'll find me. Nah, it's just pretty much bloody Samoan. Everything everything on my socials is bloody Samoan. Having a having a brand like that, that people like people won't even be able to spell Macau Muripola, but they remember bloody Samoan. Um so yes, you just Google Bloody Someone, you'll find me, my website, my Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, all that shit. That's all online. There's too much information about me online. Um, yeah, I so, yeah. know. Yes, we all know, mate. Okay, we've all <laughs> we've all done a deep dive. Thank you so much, man. Thanks for coming on no. and spending a good hour with us, man. No, all good, bro. Like, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm glad I was able to jump on and be a part of this. <laughs>